Hello London, we are ready for your vote. Hello, I'm Stephen Perkins and this is Douze Point, the new podcast from the Binge Watch family that celebrates the sometimes weird but always wonderful world of Eurovision. We're with you every Monday, taking a look at the latest Eurovision headlines. So thank you for joining me once again, listener, because we've got a lot to talk about. Before we get going, don't forget, you can get in touch with us here at Douzepoir, as well as with Ian and Hannah on our sister podcast Binge Watch via our socials at BingeWatch underscore pod on Twitter. And we always love to hear from you. But without further ado, here are this week's Eurovision headlines. Do you fancy a close look at a piece of Eurovision history? If so, don't wait until May to visit Liverpool. Head on over there now, and you can take a loving glance at the jumpsuit worn by Sam Ryder for his performance of Spaceman in Turin last year. The outfit features 15,000 beads and gems, and took over 200 hours to make, and it's now on display at the British Music Experience in Liverpool. If you weren't able to secure tickets to this year's contest, but you still fancy seeing some of the artists performing live, then a great many of them will be taking part in the London Eurovision Party at the new music venue here at Outernet on Sunday, April 16th, and I happen to know that's a great venue for a Eurovision performance because I saw Sam Ryder there earlier this year. Some of the acts currently confirmed to perform include Tia and Selina from Austria, Alessandra from Norway, Blanca Paloma from Spain, Lazara from France, and of course, our very own May Muller. But by far, the biggest thing happening in the Eurovision news this week is the confirmation of the running order for this year's semi-finals. So that means we can officially begin the discourse as to who exactly is getting screwed by the sequencing, and I'm sure you'll all agree that is the best part of the whole competition. Shall we go through them all one by one? Sure, why not? Although it might get a bit grandstand in places, and I apologise for that. I also apologise for any and all performer names that I mangle. Hopefully I'll be up to speed on all of them by the time May comes around. Opening the whole shebang on Tuesday will be Alessandra from Norway, followed by Malta's The Busker in position two. Luke Black from Serbia is on third, with Latvia's Southern Lights in fourth, then Portugal's Mimikat, and then Wild Youth from Ireland. That takes us to slot number seven, where we have Let3 from Croatia, followed by Switzerland's Remo Fore, and then Israel's Noah Karel going on ninth. Pasha Parfeni from Moldova is next, followed by number one seed Lorene in slot number 11. She'll be followed by Azerbaijan's Tural Turan X, who are in turn followed by Vezhna from Czechia. The penultimate slot is taken by Mia Nikolai and Dion Cooper for the Netherlands, and closing the show we have Kariya from Finland. I think it's fairly safe to say that round one is the group of death this year. You've got Sweden, Norway, Israel, Czechia and Finland taking what I would say are five pretty guaranteed spots out of the ten available in the grand final. I'm personally a little bit worried for Malta and Latvia, who were outsiders to begin with, and will probably struggle with the slots that they've been given. Then, on the Thursday night, we have Denmark's Riley opening the show, followed by Brunette from Armenia. Up third is Theodor Andre from Romania, with Alika from Estonia on fourth, Belgium's Gustav in fifth, and Andrew Lambrou from Cyprus in sixth position. Dilia is in the seventh spot for Iceland, with Greece's Viktor Vernikos on eighth. Blanka from Poland is ninth, followed by Joker Out from Slovenia, then Iru from Georgia. In slot number 12, we have Pete Jacks for San Marino, and the lucky number 13 is Thea Anselina from Austria. 14th, we've got Albina and Familia Kelmendi from Albania, followed by Lithuania's Monica Linkci, and then Australia's Voyager to close the show. This one, to me, feels a little bit more of an open field than the first semi. The big hitters out of this one 
and more like countries like Austria, Armenia and Georgia. Although to be honest, Armenia being on second might not do them any favours. Will be really interesting to see which ones get through from here. Could be that uh, some of the countries that don't always do so well have a bit more luck because of the draw that they've been given. Have you got any hot takes about this running order you'd like to share? Don't forget to get in touch with us via bingewatch underscore pod on Twitter. That's it for this week's show. We'll be back next Monday with more hot Eurovision headlines, as well as an in-depth look at 1998, the last time that the United Kingdom hosted the contest, to see what lessons we should be taking from it. Make sure you hit that subscribe button on your podcast platform so you don't miss it. And if you haven't done so already, make sure you also subscribe to Binge Watch so you don't miss the latest must-see streaming shows with my good friends Ian and Hannah. Until next time, good night Europe, and good morning Australia. Australia.